Welcome to The Boss Lady Speaks with me, your host, Johanna Sawalha, aka Coach Joe. My guest today, Peter Hook, is a web journalist who does Trend Watch and writes about the latest in the field of transportation, about the future of transporting goods and people, and how we have to shift our thinking about how we do it. Our last episode was a rerun from almost exactly a year ago in the beginning stages of the pandemic. In this episode, Peter and I will look back to assess what COVID did to the transportation industry in particular over the last year and what we can expect when society opens back up. So welcome, Peter. Thank you very much. Um, I appreciate to be here again. Let's start with talking about that ship huh? that got stuck in the Suez Canal and yeah. the bit, what that cost and the delays of goods. Yeah, that's a that's a very interesting question, actually, because the Suez Canal incident shows how vulnerable uh, logistics have have become because of of actually just refined its logistic if, uh, being better and better and better. And the more you refine the your uh, logistics, the more of course, vulnerable it will become. Let me start where we left uh, the last uh, interview we had by the by last mile, which was a, a big issue at that time. Uh, everything went went well a year ago, except for the last mile to deliver goods to people's home. Right. Right. And um, uh, now we have a diversity of methods of, of solving that problem. So I, I think more or less um, the last mile problem has been solved by different uh, means, by, by uh, smart, smart boxes where you can pick up your goods in the neighborhood, by robots, um, by different means. Uh, still, there is an urge for, for having your goods delivered at your door. And this hasn't been really, uh, this is not really the case yet, but probably it will. And then there, there are, next time there is a knock-knock on your door, there is a, a robot knocking. <laughs> it sort of shows the difference between the huge uh, ship that was stuck in the Suez Canal, the, the, the ever given. Yeah. Stopped the traffic for about 10 days. And uh, the problems that uh, these, uh, the transportation business had a year ago. So it really scaled up in many ways. But let's go, uh, let's have a look about the, the, the last mile. Uh, last mile still has got some problems because all of this is the connection between or is caused by uh, the COVID, of course. Uh -huh. The increase, the increase of uh, of uh, e-shopping and uh, and uh, and the problems that comes with that, because 
when somebody buys, for instance, a, a pair of trousers, you don't buy one pair, you buy three or four pairs in different sizes, and you send three of them back. Right. And this is, this is becoming a huge problem, not only the costs, but also for the logistics, because if every, every purchase uh, means that you have to, uh, to uh, transport three packages, four packages one way and three packages back, of course, that is a, a huge problem. Yeah. And uh, this is, I think, still unsolved. What companies does is to, of course, to to charge for the return, but that that doesn't solve the real problem. And I think it's very hard to charge what it really costs. Yeah, and you know, many of them didn't. I mean, with Zappos and. There are a lot of them free returns, free returns, and I don't see how that's sustainable. Yes, and when you come into sustainability, uh, this is the this is something that really goes all over this branch, all over transportation, and that's the greenwashing. Everything has to be green, and if you are in the transport uh, business. That can be very hard because still there are trucks and ships and even trains uh, that uh, pollutes. So, uh, uh, I mean, even the the guy that brings the pizza yeah. uh, contributes to pollution. Yeah. But but there is a major change going on. But everything today that has to do with transportation has to be green or has to have that. Uh, that epithet that you you can't say you you have to say that all our all our shipping is is green in one but, way or another. But until the whole planet has figured out how to do that well, uh, that is currently more expensive, isn't it, than just kind of burning fuel in it? Yes, of course, it's much more expensive uh, when you get to. Air freights, they have, they are using fuel that is almost double uh, of the cost of, 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 the, of the fuel that they use normally. Uh, so they, they start with uh, mixing in like 10% of, uh, of, uh, of, uh, of fuel that, uh, that gives, that, that is produced and that gives uh, less, uh, I'm looking for the word Pol- pollution or less like. Uh, uh, but less impact, less yeah. impact, less, uh, less footprints, you say. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, 10 percent, 10 percent isn't much, but it is a start. Yeah. Uh, maybe you know that uh, France now today has uh, banned all flights in uh, interior flights that are that last for more than two and a half hours wow that's a big deal that's a really big deal it hasn't gone through um, uh, gone through all 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 the decision makers but this is this is something uh, that they are uh, 
they are going to do. And what happens then is uh, that you have to move all these transportations to train. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, <laughs> and you never know what happens if you, if you move such, a, such an amount of, I mean, this is millions and millions of, of passengers that fly from northern France to, to the south. Yeah. And of course, there are trains and there are uh, the fast train and everything. But is there enough capacity for the trains to take care of all these millions and millions of passengers? That's a question. So there is a lot, a lot of go, a uh, lot of things going on. And talking about train, uh, train seems right now to be the solution of, of all these problems. You are moving to uh, this intermodal uh, uh, transportation, which means that transports that uh, that earlier went on on the road. Mm-hmm. Now are going to to they are going to hubs and they are lifted to to train and yeah. uh, and uh, this is a, a really big logistic uh, uh, thing to to maneuver. Yeah, I mean, maybe you have seen the pictures from, for instance. APM terminals in Gothenburg, mm-hmm. thousands of thousands of thousands of containers yeah. that, that has to be managed. Yeah. And uh, they are doing this quite well, but th- this is a time of change when it comes yeah. to how goods is transported from manufacturers to the general public. Well, and I was thinking about when I saw the ever given there getting stuck in, it looked like it would tip. It had, you know, what, 10, 10 uh, levels of uh, containers stacked uh, on top of each other. And yeah. that made me think about the, the speculations about the future of, of air travel, that we'll be we're doing little plane buses with little bus stops, like plane bus stops, that, rather than these big, big jetliners that take us, you know, really far. I mean, what do you see being the way to do it? In the future, uh, you mean personal transportation? <laughs> well, both. I mean, I'm thinking that it it seems to me that it would be smaller but more frequent shipments versus these giant, giant yeah. containers and, and planes. Uh, oh, that that's it. That is that is a two level question, and the one level is that uh, we don't really know what these big airplanes their role that they were going to play before COVID. Mm. You know, they were grounded and and there were problems and this and that. And it has not really started up yet with these uh, big planes (coughs) that, uh, of course, are used for for long distance uh, traveling. Yeah. Generally, I think that, as for the example of France, I think that uh, that the personal transportation is moving to to train uh, in a, in a, 
in a very high extent. And there are two things that uh, make me believe this. And one is that uh, uh, the high-speed trains of Europe is expanding very fast now. I mean, you can go to from Barcelona to Paris in something like eight or 10 hours or something like that mm -hmm. directly. Uh, you can actually go from London to to Barcelona with train with some uh, changes though but you you Europe is accessible with fast trains yeah and uh, the time spent on the train it, it is getting more more and more preferable to take a train than mm -hmm. to go especially in the covid times yeah uh, all you know, all the things you have to to take. You have to travel to the airport. You have to do the PCR test. You have to do the test this and that and that. And it, it, it uh, you you'll spend more time on the airport than you do in air. Yeah. And and this doesn't apply for the for the for the uh, train transportation. Right. So there are a lot. A lot of things that uh, implicates that ground transportation will 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 be be uh, something that is going to grow absolutely, mm -hmm. and then you have of course the transatlantic, uh, and that's a very hard question to to answer. Generally, it should be so like the these these. Uh, enormous jumbo jets should mm -hmm. take the passengers on the long, long uh, trips. Mm. But this isn't the, the this isn't the, isn't the picture right now. Mm -hmm. Most of these planes are grounded. So what are we, so, so what are we going to, what, what will happen to, to the, to these planes? I mean, the, 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 will it meet the same fate as the, was it uh, Donald, Trump's, Donald Trump's Donald uh, <laughs> What happened with these with these planes are that you can look at them in the uh, in the in the graveyard of airplanes in yeah. uh, Arizona. That's that's a, that's where they are. Yeah. They, even in Spain, they have a, 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 actually a, an airport that doesn't work as an airport, but just like a, a parking lot for for airplanes which today is more or less full i don't remember the name of of, of this um, airport but uh, uh, it uh, there are companies like these places you know like arizona and mm -hmm. southern spain because it's dry and uh, it doesn't uh, uh, affect the, the airplanes when they are parked yeah, or, or or like the hostel, like the 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 airplane outside of Arlanda Airport. That's the air hostel, right? They can just convert it into a a hotel. Yeah, I, I don't know <laughs> if it's still if it's still there, but that's more more. Oh, it is. It. No, it uh, is absolutely okay. Yeah, but it's uh, more but, like more like yeah. a gimmick than than something that is. That's right. Like a trend, no. no. But I'm so, wondering about this. Then, do you think that? If if we if we develop 
train travel more and more. Do you think that we're, we're going to have the separation we do now between transporting goods and people? Will there be trains that do both? No. No? No, no, no. Not at all. No, because the, the, uh, the logistics of transporting people and transporting goods are so different, you know. Mm. They, they uh, mostly transporting goods is more of a sort of long-term transportation, even mm. if we talk about uh, one day or days or something. Right. Whether uh, transportation of of uh, people is question about hours, mm. and that that mean, that means that you you you. You can you can't put them together. It 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 doesn't work that way actually. Well, and I guess it depends on what it is because I do know that there's services now, especially like uh, the the last mile type services that that where you can really sign up as a private citizen and you can bring something. Let's say it's that return of of, of a smaller yeah. you know private yeah. purchase. You can bring yeah. it with you. You can basically you give up your like Ryanair, right? You give up yeah. your cargo yeah, space yeah, and you course. can bring bring something like that. But I guess not for bigger bigger transportation. No, this is this is this is a very very small percentage of the of the. You must imagine something that uh, uh, that ever given uh, gave us a perspective mm. on most of. Most of the goods that that comes, even both to uh, to the U.S. and to Europe, is going from Asia, from China and Asia, yeah, to uh, Europe and to the U.S. And what happened in the in uh, in in the first moments of the COVID? was that uh, due to the e-shopping, mm. the, uh, there was a great demand for uh, sea transportation. Mm. And what happened was that, uh, I mean, you, you buy sea transportation on a market, so if you want to have goods from China to mm-hmm. some some place, you go to a marketplace and you say, "I want to 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 uh, transport uh, one thousand containers." Mm-hmm. And since there was was so much problem in Europe in the beginning of the COVID with um, with uh, leg- legislations and uh, this and that which wasn't the case in the U.S. in the beginning, thanks to <laughs> Mr. Trump. Right, all, right. All, all, almost all available uh, transportation by sea was bought for transportation to the U.S. Mm-hmm. Now listen, every, every ship was going that way. And mm-hmm. what happened was, since there's... This is a more or less one-way transportation. <laughs> All the containers yeah. were stuck in, in the harbor harbors yeah. of, of America. Yeah. So there was and there still is a lack of containers in China 
uh, and also in Europe. While in in the US, it, it's pay, uh, piled up, so they they really can't handle all these um, uh, containers. Hmm. And this, uh, in in return, this meant that uh, since there was a demand for freight, uh, sea freights, mm -hmm. uh, the companies, the what do you call the the the, the, the like uh, the the shipping the shipping firms basically. yeah the shipping yeah, industry yeah. could raise the prices by five hundred percent wow five hundred percent and and it still is like that right so with the with the yearly about one thousand five hundred containers going through the Suez Canal, you can imagine what little, little thing uh, that, uh, that happened with uh, Ever Given. 400 ships were stuck to cost of, of 750 billion uh, euros. Yeah, yeah. That, that now the uh, Egypt government wants to uh, have from the owner of ever given they are keeping the ship until they are paid for all the costs <laughs> which yeah. of course is a question of negotiation they they they, they, they won't get that uh, some but of course they will get right, right, something right. so all this all this shows how vulnerable all these changes transportation changes are and the and the answer to that is, of course, for example, Volvo industry in Torslanda had to stop the production of cars because they don't they didn't have enough ships for yeah. for for the computer that runs a car. Yeah. So the whole industry had to stop because of that. A little little thing stop the, uh, uh, an industry that produces thousand cars a week yeah ah. so of course this is going to to uh, to to make a great change in how uh, industry and uh, yeah markets and just name it how they handle with this vulnerability, because uh, you, of course, you can't, you can't, you can't uh, rely on getting your goods in in time. Not even, yeah. <laughs> not even in in weeks. It can right. be stuck because of lack of containers or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. So many, many says that this is going to to put the industry back in the in the 90s, where you have uh, uh, stored all the goods that you need for weeks and months, uh, I, I, I don't really believe this is going to happen. But I think that the way of purchasing will change. Mm -hmm. I don't think you, you, will, uh, you will pile up all the goods that you need, because it's, 
very expensive and not very effective. Yeah. But the, the demand of, of when you buy the things that you need for your, for your industry or for whatever will be much tougher. Mm. And that is that you have to guarantee that the goods is on time mm. whatsoever. So of yeah. course, maybe there will be there will be uh, stocks in between the the consumer and the producer mm. that are much higher. You don't have that direct line from the producer to to, to the consumer, uh, uh, depending on that uh, that the transportation works. Mm. So this is something that is uh, really interesting, in it, and I think that is going that is happening right now. But but just to because uh, we, we, we're about to wrap up here, but but given how much you write about transportation and how much you research about it, if you were to if 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 you got to wave a magic wand, and what what would you say would be the smartest development in the area of transportation right now? Yeah, the smartest, the smartest things to do. I don't re- uh, know if you remember what happened at the Heathrow Airport many years ago. It, uh, they had a problem with the conveyors, with the luggage handling. Uh-huh. And they were piling up thousands and thousands and thousands of bags belonging to different people traveling through Heathrow to, to different uh, Uh, different places. Mm. So how did they solve this problem? This problem was sort of piling up. They had to do something right now. Yeah. And what what they did was to call in all hands they could uh, they could uh, call in, and they were sort of throwing away all these bags on every plane that had uh, uh, some. Uh, Uh, some place to 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 take on a luggage everywhere even if it was a a bag that should go to uh, to uh, to Gothenburg right right yeah it went to Singapore (laughs) and it went here so they actually spread that pile all over the world Uh with different planes and in the end of course uh, these bags came back Right, after right. a couple of days <laughs> yeah so so this is this is the way i think uh, when it absolutely when it comes to to ship transportation is that uh, now there are ships uh, outside rotterdam that has mm. been there for 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 days and even weeks mm. that can't uh, be be um, they can't take off their containers because it, it it's piled up uh, but there are small harbors all over europe mm. that could uh, take care of this and maybe send uh, these goods by train or mm. it's it's it it has to be a network of facilities where that can take care of all these containers Mm. That piles up now and then. 
So uh, it sounds a little bit like the, the COVID vaccine uh, issue, like some places have none and Serbia has more than they, can, they know what to do with. It, yeah. So as usual, it's a communication issue, isn't it? Have no, people talking uh, to each other. Uh, yeah, uh, it, when it comes to the vaccine, it's more a question about money uh, mm. than anything else. But, but when it comes to, I mean, the difference, uh, for for ship transportation uh, to go through uh, the Suez Canal uh, and going uh, around uh, Cape Good Hope is mm. seven days. You can yeah. imagine the cost of every item that has to be uh, on the ocean for another seven days. Mm. So uh, I would like to say, say, uh, say that the events in the Suez Canal is a wake-up call when it comes to the vulnerability, uh, vulnerability of uh, our transportation. Hmm. Both, both the, the macro, uh, uh, if you look at it, the, the, the macro way, but also uh, you can use this example for the micro transportation system. Mm. Every little, when when we are talking about so enormous uh, numbers mm. of items, every little problem creates great um, uh, disturbance in the in the uh, logistic change. Mm. So that needs to rethink for everybody. <laughs> yeah. Hmm? All right. So, uh, so Peter, if you were to leave our listeners with a with a final little flourish here, uh, what do you want them to think about and take away from our discussion today? Yeah, I think that uh, I think that uh, we have to rethink things. If you have an idea about transportation, forget it. Uh, uh, the thing, they, the things, these things are changing a lot, and in many ways, uh, of course, depending on what what uh, transportation we are talking about. But in all areas, it's changing and it's changing fast, and things are happening all the time, all the time. Very good. All right, you've been listening to The Boss Lady Speaks and Peter Hook, who is a writer and I would say uh, with this special expertise in the area of transportation. So great to have you today. Thank you for, for joining me. Mm, thank you. If you liked this episode of The Boss Lady Speaks and if it helped you, Make sure to subscribe to get more episodes like these and do share them with others. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.